One, two. And now you're listening to Finley Hall Podcast. Morning. Oh, what a beautiful, lovely morning. There's a sort of pink, purple, blue sky, orange, yellow, green sky. And the snow is... It's not the worst. I've seen worse snow. We've got layers upon layers. I might take a photograph of that. Quite cool. And what are you doing today, Finlay? Well, I'm excited because later I'm going to see Alabaster de Plume at the Munch Museum. Museum. That's That was me sort of saying it in the Norwegian way and the English way. I wasn't just being a... Do you know when people say, like, theatre? I don't know if that's the right way to say that or if it's, like, a sort of joke. Oh, darling, I love the theatre. I do love the theatre, to be fair. Uh, But, yeah, so I'm going to see the... At the Munch Museum, Alabaster de Plume, if you don't know, is a a, a saxophonist, composer, band leader, spoken word artist, very funny, very... I saw him at Jupiter Artland in, I think, 2021? Is that right? Yeah, it must have been 2021. And it was the Jupiter Rising Festival. It was like the first time after COVID that we could all go out to to a festival, you know? And I remember when I went there, it was really bizarre. It felt really strange. I'd never been in a a big crowd of people in over a year. Probably about a year. Yeah, 15 months or something. Anyway, on the Saturday night was Alabaster de Plume. And I had known the name from a song that... Uh, I'd played on my radio show, Life Down Low, in 2020, that Joseph Donald, shout out to Josie, sent me called uh, I Was Going to Fight Fascism. Uh, And that's by, oh, I can't remember his name. It's like, it's like Dan. It was one of the guys from the Comet is Coming. Details, details. So, Anyway, we saw them. It was a very special gig. There was not many people there, maybe like 50 people there. Maybe a bit more. 100 people. It was very small and intimate, and he was so funny, and whenever he'd finish a song, he'd be like, Yes! (laughs) We did it! You know, like, because I think he just met up with the band a few days before, and they'd had a quick practice. 
And he kept saying to the band before they'd start a song, you know, he'd be like this. This is my impression of Alabaster de Plume. So the next one we're going to play is cars on the road here. The next one we're going to play is the fast one, and then it goes slowly, and then it goes fast again. And just remember, if in doubt, yes. If in doubt, yes. It wasn't, it's not a great impression, but uh, I can't really remember what his speaking voice is like. It's kind of like that, though. Check out the album Gold by Alabaster de Plume that came out uh, a couple years ago. It's beautiful and weird and funny. And also check out To Sai and Lee, which has got a beautiful, um, beautiful music on it. One track, Visit Croatia, which is... <laughs> I was like, visit Croatia, that's kind of cool. But then I read that it was just a joke because his mate said that it was uh, like Croatian, like tourist board music. Uh, it's very beautiful, that song. I was going to say despite the name, but who am I to say what the quality of the Croatian tourist board music is? Anyway, I'm maybe going to be late for the bus. So, I'm going to go. Speak later. Oh, goodness. That was, I've walked past some children. I got embarrassed. I'm going to do that again. Speak later. <laughs> I'm on my way to Alabaster de Plume. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm feeling really nice for this gig. I'm, uh, I only bought my ticket uh, to uh, yesterday, today, and I think it was yesterday, and I was feeling like, oh no, should I go? I can't afford it. And... Basically, I also had to do my taxes today. I forgot to mention that earlier. It's taxes day last night and today I was doing my taxes. Big up to all the sole traders out there. My UK sole trading uh, crew. And I didn't make that much money, as it turns out. And that kind of put things into perspective. It's like, you know, you can save the money... But really, you don't have a lot of money, so you might as well spend it on, on things you care about, for, on the meaningful experiences, because I think that's good bang for your buck. Seeing a gig or a film or... Well, I don't know, it's maybe dangerous territory, because then you can start saying, having pints and... Eating chips and things is also meaningful, which it is, I think, actually. But <laughs> that's also one of the reasons why I've spent a lot of my money on drinking beer. 
So I'm excited for this gig because I was saying to my dad, I said, Dad, I'm going to see one of my favorite musicians later. And I didn't know, I thought that maybe, I, uh, is that true? You know, I was thinking, is that true? And it is true. I think it is. So when I realized that, that made me like so excited. And I was like, I can't believe that I almost didn't go. Finley, you idiot, he almost didn't go. So yeah. I'm, and, and one of the reasons I moved to Oslo or that I wanted to move to a bigger city was because there's more things going on, you know. In Dundee, as much as there, you know, there's not nothing going on, but if you want to see a band or something that you, that you like from America, they never, they never come to Dundee. They always go to Edinburgh or Glasgow. And that means getting on a train, spending 40 quid, and it's like a whole thing. It adds like another four hours almost if you if it's in Glasgow to the to the to the day. So anyway, this is the reason why I came, things like this. And yeah, I'm really excited. I'm gonna try anyway, I don't really know. I just sort of I wanted to record that excitement. Because I think that's what I'm doing here, really, is recording the kind of, I don't want to say minutia, <laughs> minutia, but it is a good word. It just sounds a bit, it's the windy bit, it just sounds a bit um, pretentious, maybe, minutia, the minutia of of the emotions that one undergoes while trying to achieve things or while trying to just go about everyday life and um, sometimes excitement happens and it's real it's not just something that happens in films it's like it's a real thing and I think that's what I want to do in a way is like this is a documentary style podcast in a way right but documentary of what? Of me? Who's interested in that? That's the whole point. No one's interested. I'm just a normal... I'm just one guy out of millions. You know? And I'm just... YouTube, right? A few... Maybe like 15 years ago at this point. For their birthday or something like that, they did, they did this project that was... Uh, a day it was like one day on and it was meant to be like everyone in the whole world would just film what they were doing that one day this was back before YouTube was kind of it's gone a bit weird nowadays I think but anyway this was back when YouTube was a bit more small a bit more like friendly friendlier feeling everyone was just meant to film what they were doing that one day and it could be could be anything you could be working in a shop you could be like a zookeeper or a professional runner or a child i don't know so everyone was just meant to film that and upload it and then do like a i think they didn't this was around the time when hashtags were still quite new so i don't even 
oops, sorry, I don't think it was even a hashtag thing. The, you just had to write a day in the life. Oh, I think that's what it was called. I think that's what it was called. A day in the life. And the whole thing was that it was just... Oh, fucking hell. Try to record a podcast here, mate. Let's see if I'm going to get let through. Am I priority here? Absolutely not. Oni why? Um, no, I'm, I'm going to make the bus. So I thought I was going to be late. Uh, sorry, there's just some traffic situation going on. So a day in the life, it didn't matter who you were. It was Hashtags were still in their infancy. They weren't on everything. Hashtags were just on Twitter. And people were still doing things like that. Like Mac, Michael McIntyre, the comedian, would be going like that. Hashtags? Hashtag? What's a hashtag? And then they just say things like, Hashtag amazeballs. Like, people would say that, but they wouldn't really know what it meant. Or like, what the kind of cultural context for it was. Anyway. The tangents, the tangents are real here. So... You just write a, a day in the life. Right? And... No matter who you were, you just filmed it. And then everyone could search for it. And they could see just what normal people were doing all around the world in that one day. And, it, and in my head, that's like they're, re, they're making the world. They're making a version or a sort of photograph of the whole world. Or a part of it. Uh, by doing that, you know. So that's pretty cool, I think. And what I'm doing right now is that. I'm trying to take a photograph of the world in... And this is maybe when one of the things where artists go like, mm, yes, it's, it is a painting, but when you think about it, it's really more like a dance. <laughs> or uh, they go, they go uh, yes, it is a film, but when you really think about it, what actually it is, it's a sculpture. It's not a film, it's a sculpture. So, and then you think about it a bit more and you realise that actually it was a film all along. Um, so anyway, I'm going to see Alabaster de Plume. As you can see, I'm a bit hyped because I handed in my tax returns. And I'm also going to see the one of my favourite musicians. And also... I'm going to record a little bit for y'all to hear. For y'all, for y'all to hear. So that should be fun. Here's the bus stop. Where's the bus? Oh, goodness. I better not be late for my... So where am I getting my bus is like the end of the line and the buses are usually there already, just like waiting to leave. There are no buses here, so I'm a bit worried it's not going to go. I'll keep you informed. Okay. That's enough for now. Speak later. Or maybe now you're going to hear some jazz. Some jazz from Alabaster de Plume at the Munch Museum. Muse Museet. I did that thing again. The Munch Museum.
Oh, I realised I forgot to say the day. Wednesday, 31st of January, 2024. Speak later. I love that you're alive. What a fucking ridiculous adventure. What a mad thing we have come here for. And what a divine thing it is. We need you in this world. More of you. The more you are yourself, the more I can be myself. In this way, we, we save ourselves and we save each other. In this way, I see you being yourself. I love that you are yourself. Do the shit out of it and I'll do so too. Let's play Mrs. Calamari and let's see what it turns into. It's that cute one that you'll see. Bish bash bosh. <laughs>
I love my life. I felt joy as I arrived in your town. We're gonna play this tune and then fuck off. <laughs> Go forward in the courage of your love and know that I believe in you. Good luck.
going to do this year. I just finished the gig though but I'm going to talk about it in a minute and it might be a bit I'll include some clips it might be a bit weirdly edited but right I'm going to get the bus and then I'll tell you. I'm going to tell you now. It was very good. I'm so glad I went to see that. I'm just walking home after the bus now and I'm kind of it's very quiet. More like it feels quiet. You know, sometimes when I see a film or a gig and it's quite affecting or moving, it's it, it, it's almost like the thing is going like that. Sending out. <laughs> the, the thing goes out into the world and into me like it's... And it's inside me, like, in my head, like... And then it's just kind of like... Like doing that. <laughs> and I just need to let it do that for a while. Like this. And it feels nice, kind of like, bask in the... The energy from from the thing so that's what I feel like right now and I'm just going to walk home without listening to any music or anything I just kind of reflect and think and just the sort of the afterwards feeling it's like when you go see a film and then you go for when you walk out of a film you know and you're with a friend I don't Really, I find it quite hard to say things in that moment. I find it hard to... And it's not... Maybe I don't find it hard. I just don't want to. I just don't want to talk in that moment. I just want to kind of... You know, maybe acknowledge, go, Wow, what a film. <laughs> I don't even want to say, Oh, that was great or good. Because it's kind of like... That moment's very special. Afterwards... And it's important to kind of uh, feel that that moment and uh, just uh, enjoy it, I guess, and not ignore it. And that was what uh, Alabaster de Plume was saying a lot. He's saying this is our moment, so uh, isn't that nice? <laughs> Sorry, everyone else who's not here. Uh, and I like that uh, so yes anyway a bit of a quiet one um, a quiet ending oh it's the hill the slippery hill I'm going to put my spikes on and walk up it wish me luck see you tomorrow bye In the uh, Alabaster de Plume style, I'll say, you're doing very well. Um, speak tomorrow. Bye. <laughs>